Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Oh, I'm going to say it once. Recording live at Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media which is M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Afterthought Media. We do it every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon. Join us live. After we're done, we're going to stick around and serve some after-breakfast tea. You're missing out if you are listening later. Oh, you sure are. Missing so much. So much (laughs) after-breakfast tea. Do you have a good after-breakfast tea today, Mike Lawson? Not really, no. Do I ever? (laughs) Great way to sell the after-breakfast tea on Mixer.com. Yeah. I don't think um, I have any, by the way. You don't have any? Not that I can think of. Stuff comes up. Stuff comes yeah, up. Yeah, we say uh, that every time we say that we're on the air extra 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Last <clears throat> week, we started the episode with me saying, like, oh, I kind of hope uh, my friend cancels on me because oh, we had yeah. brunch planned. Yeah, what happened with that? She, she didn't cancel. We had actually a really great time, mm-hmm. which is always the case. I'm always thinking, like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. And then I go and I have a, a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I should tell you that tonight I have theater plans, and I'm really hoping they fall through. <laughs> what, what play are you going to go see? Um, there's a play up here called uh, The Jungle, which is kind of like a new musical that's um, playing at a, a theater up here. And so a buddy of mine, we have... Strangely, the guys you date, their people usually come from jungles, too. So you must be turned on. I feel like that's racist, Joey. Mm. But to, to name they're topography? Asian, they must be from jungles? <laughs> the fuck? I'm actually thinking black people. But they don't okay, have cities and They don't have cities in Asia? <laughs> no. The fuck? Crazy. Okay, so <laughs> we... Um, you went to Asians, I didn't. We... That, yeah, that's not what you meant. <laughs> sure. Um, it's, it's so I we had, I had theater plans with a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and he just texted me like a few minutes ago, and we were gonna get tickets on um, like today ticks. Do you mm-hmm. use that? You know, I just deleted it from my phone because I never use it. So funny. Oh, well, it, it comes in handy, but you don't need the app. You can just download it next time you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We were going to get today ticks, and he just texted me and was like, hey, they, I didn't get them. Um, they weren't available. So he's going to try to go to – he lives near the theater. So he's like, I'm gonna do, when they open, I'm just going to go see if I can get anything. And in my head, I'm like, I kind of hope they don't have anything. <laughs> just so I mean, like going to the city mm-hmm. and just to see a play. I don't know. So well, especially when you go in there. five days a week. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like going to work, but yeah. not actually working, you know? Yeah. Like, why go through it all? Um, But we'll see. I've been, my work stuff has been, like, I'd, I like, I'm underwater a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, I'm not stressed in any way. It's very, it's a strange feeling, like, I am busy. Uh, my hours are, like, crazy. I'm working a lot of nights and weekends, mm-hmm. and I'm tired, mm-hmm. but I'm not stressed at all. My job is, like, really easy. Um, 
but that's kind of why I don't have very many good stories, just because I've been like doing nothing but work. All the Are you going to hire somebody new to replace that other guy that left? Um, yeah. So I have someone new starting Tuesday. Oh, good. And I had two other people quit. It's just like a never-ending story. Oh, two so. other people quit? Yeah. I mean, oh. one of them was like a planned sort of like multiple month notice where mm-hmm. she was like on her way out for a while because she's mm-hmm. like transitioning to a better kind of career mm-hmm. from a job to a career. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, oh, and then another guy just randomly got a job with Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. And so he quit and he's moving to like Idaho mm-hmm. for a bit. So it happens. <laughs> it sucks though. What's up with you? What What's going on with you? Wait, I just want to clarify. Was that one of your stories? Uh, Joey, I don't have any stories. <laughs> that's kind of all. No, I've no, got. that's fine. Look, I'm pretty light on stories <laughs> today too because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be pretty light on the stories until this uh, Paramount class is done because my whole time is like three days a week. I'm at Paramount High School. And then I'm podcasting the other days. And uh, yeah. teaching you know, classes won't bring you any stories. That's true. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, strangely, it's my news story this week. Oh, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, first, what I want to talk about, though, is my niece, Lucy, just celebrated her first communion, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was so busy. I didn't have time to buy her a gift. But I stopped, you know, there's a little, like, thing afterwards, and then I came back later, uh, and um, I, it's so funny. I was saying, like, you know, I'm going to take her to Target. She loves Target. And I'll let her buy whatever she wants, right? Mm-hmm. So I popped on over to the house, and they were getting ready. My brother was going to take Lucy, because she'd gotten some money from relatives and friends and whatnot, to go to Target uh, to buy buy whatever she wanted with the money she got, right? Okay. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I'm going to be fucking amazing uncle. So I go, I'll take her. My brother's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I go, I'll let her buy the stuff. And then when she doesn't know is when we get to the register, then I'm going to pay for it. Got it. And yeah. then she can keep what her gr- money. Yeah. You what know? a great gift great idea. Great gift idea, right? So we go to the Target. We're having a good time. Because actually, Lucy, for being eight years old, or I don't know how old she is. I actually don't know how old she is. <laughs> uh, eight or nine. I don't know. Seven. Uh-huh. She's somewhere between seven and nine. I think she's eight. Yeah. She just turned 19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she She's very funny. You know? So mm-hmm. we, we actually have a very funny conversation. And we're just chatting. And we go to Target. And when we're inside the Target, this this should have been a bellwether for what was to come. When we're inside the Target, I, uh, I'm there's a, some crazy rock song, like an '80s rock song playing, and so to make her laugh, you know, uh, you know, dad joke Joe, I start like playing air guitar like crazy, mm-hmm. and this guy, this old man, comes up to us and he goes, "You're doing it right, buddy. This is a great song. We don't make them like this anymore." And I was like, so Lucy and I just were like, what the hell? So uh, my sister-in-law and my brother had warned me that Lucy takes forever to choose her toys, right? So I started timing her, and I started to make myself, because she was, she was going, she was just carefully perusing the aisles, picking up every toy and examining it, right? 
So I'd make myself laugh. I made like a little video. It, it wouldn't make any. I mean, I'll show it to you, but I have to like. I'd made it on my phone mm-hmm. of me basically like teasing her as a target, you know? But yeah. one of the things I was doing was I would throw things at her, okay? Like ball, like a ball, you know, like a rubber ball. And so, like, I was feeling myself. And so, the one time I, like, on purpose, like, took a little rubber ball and threw it at her head. And it bounced off yeah. her head. Well, this Target employee walked by, right? A man, like, yeah. a middle-aged man. And he stops. And he goes, like, mad at me. And he's like, is she okay? And I went, yeah, she's fine. And he just sat there and stared at me and gave me the evil eye. Kind of just threw a ball at <laughs> a little kid's head, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. So anyway, so she and she would ask me. She goes, "How much is this?" And I go, "This is you know, twenty five dollars." And she goes, "And how much do I have left?" I'm like, whatever it was, I would tell her, right? So and I was even like, "Now, Lucy, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're at like, I think she had fifty nine dollars." I go, "You're at fifty dollars." So you mm-hmm. have to remember that there's something called tax, and it's gonna be you know, FYI, right? Even though really I didn't care. So she's like, okay. So uh, we got it. We added up. And I thought I was being super careful. I guess I wasn't. So we go to the register and super cute. She's like, Uncle Joey, can you help me open my purse so I can give the woman the money? I go, you know what, Lucy? It's on me. And I whip mm-hmm. out the credit card. And the woman says, Mike, $73. <laughs> Right, uh-huh. and I was like, "What?" And I was, I still, I look, I don't care. I ultimately don't care. I was actually more mad at myself because I was like, "How did I not realize it was seventy three dollars?" Was something like on the wrong shelf or something? No, I realized what it was. It was my fault. She was like, <laughs> "She has a sister Molly." This is very kind of Lucy. She was like, "I'm with my money. I'm gonna buy Molly some presents." Right. And so yeah. she bought Molly two things, right? By the way, to show you what a sh- shady niece I have, I'll tell you in a second what one of them is. And she bought her two gifts. In my head, I don't know why, I was like, well, Lucy bought $50 worth of things for herself, right? Not counting the things she just bought for Molly. Oh, weird. Does that make sense? So yeah. it doesn't make it doesn't who doesn't at the end of the day who cares, right? But what I love is on the way over to Target, Lucy had said to me, I don't know, some weird story about how somebody gave them each a gift and one of them, Molly loves Harry Potter and they got like a Harry Potter bank and then Lucy got like some Disney bank and Molly told her, I like your bank better. I want give me your bank. And Lucy was like, No, I like mine. I thought you like Harry Potter. She goes, No, but I like Disney more. And Lucy had told her I never heard you like Disney. You've never said you like Disney. I've never heard that. The only thing you have is like a Winnie the Pooh shirt that says, oh, bother. And I was like, okay, whatever. She told the story. I was like, whatever. And then she bought Molly a little Lilo and Stitch doll. <laughs> it really was shady she is. So we get back to the house. And she goes, Molly, I got you some presents. And Molly's like, oh, yay. And she gave her one of the presents. She goes, Lilo and Stitch? I don't and, like and, Disney. And Lucy goes, don't you like Disney? <laughs> because according to you, you love Disney. So I figured if I was going to get you a gift, I would get you a Disney gift because you love Disney so much. And I was like, oh, yes. It. They're learning young. She's learning the ways of Uncle Joey. Very young. Yeah. So that was uh, my uh, taking Lucy to get her first communion gifts. Oh, I did think I did think about funny. Cause my mom, she got like seven rosaries. 
right? Oh, mm-hmm. how about this, by the way? I'm going to tell a story. I don't want people to hear. People who are around to hear. <laughs> so my mom makes a big fucking deal, right? And like this little thing that they had for Lucy afterwards. And she's like, everyone, Lucy's going to open her gifts. Everyone's going to open her gifts, right? And see, so my mom got Lucy. Like, everyone got Lucy, like, a card with some money or, like, a little token, right? You would have thought it was, my, it was Lucy's, like, milestone birthday, okay? And they got her so many gifts. And my parents were filming. Like, my they, they were on du- double. My mom was, my dad was doing video. And my mom was taking pictures. Uh-huh. Okay. Double cameras going. And then as soon as they Lucy opened all their gifts, the the other grandparents were like, open our gift. And the, Mike, boom, camera's gone. I'm like, they're so fucking obvious. They just care about themselves. It's so gross. Anyway, Lucy got like 17 rosaries. Like, what you do? Is your brother religious? No, but they go, the girl, they go to a, a religious school. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. yeah, they go to a religious school. But I was thinking, I was so mad at myself. And this is something I would have done. If I would have known they would have given me rosaries, I would have. And I went on Amazon. I found them, too. I would have gotten a comically large rosary. Like, <laughs> like, like, for like the Bigger incredible. Than shrink, else. Yeah, like an incredible shrinking woman prop kind of rosary, you know. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Anyway, sorry. What's going on with you, Michael? Oh, no, you did your story, right? So now it's time for the news. Yeah, kind of. Um, I have this story. It's kind of an overlapping story. So uh, San Francisco. Heard of it? Yes. The city. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What are you doing? On... What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, 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 no. Oh, From yeah. the mountains to the sea to all of California, this <laughs> is the Catching Up News Report. All right. Go ahead. All right, Joey. The city of San Francisco is sitting on a syphilis situation. Buried deep in a report reported last month from the National Health Testing Organization, uh, shock statistic found that San Francisco has the highest rate of syphilis infection of any co- county mm-hmm. in the entire United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, that validates me and makes me feel comfortable about contracting syphilis. Yeah, um, you're like a, you're like a, a you're actually from San Francisco. Welcome. You're you're now officially a San Franciscan. Um, it shows this report shows that San Francisco County has uh, by far the highest prevalence of syphilis, with an infection rate more than double that of New York City. New York City lands at number five on the list. Um, I'm kind of curious who four, three, and two are, but it doesn't say. Uh, but basically, the article goes on to kind of explain what you need to do if you got syphilis. But mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about that because I've already gone through that. <laughs> weirdest, so, weirdest humble brag I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> don't we- worry about me, fellas. I already know what to do if you got syphilis. So they they have found that uh, syphilis infection, especially in San Francisco, for obvious reasons, Mm -hmm. um, was primarily among gay and bisexual men. But that's actually changing over the last five years. It's actually grown amongst women in California. Mm -hmm. Um, The female population with syphilis has increased sevenfold in the last five years. Wait, why is that shocking if it's with bisexual men? They're bisexual. What do you mean? Why is it shocking? So in other words, Because, because, uh, because bisexual men have sex with men and women so yes. men should be higher doesn't that make sense i feel like that statistic makes sense oh but to me it says why wait is it higher in women than men 
Yeah, over the last five years, the syphilis rate among women in California has increased sevenfold. No, it's increased, but that doesn't mean it, it mean that they have more women than men have it. You're not listening to me. Previously, it was mostly it was highest amongst gay and bisexual men, but it has changed over the last five years. It has grown higher oh. in women, and it has increased sevenfold. Oh. So I, I, I don't. I still I, don't feel that article is clear. Jordan Darling, you're a mathematician. Uh, you're the official show mathematician uh, <laughs> because he knew that 52 wasn't divisible by three. Um, can you tell me if that makes sense to you? Because it doesn't necessarily say now officially there are more. It just says that it has risen among women. Uh, the good thing is the organism uh, organism of syphilis mm-hmm. organism of syphilis mm-hmm. um, has not developed any resistance to. The treatment that they use, mm-hmm. um, penicillin. Yeah. So that's good. But um, being the most syphilitic city in the county or in the country is nothing new to San Francisco. We've had the same notorious distinction through much of the 1970s and 80s. And over time, we drove the infection to near extin- extinction levels. And with mm-hmm. some attention to safer sex and frequent testing, we can make the sucker free city a syphilis free city again. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, Hold on for a second. First, we have this. Breaking news show mathematician Jordan Darling in the chat room writes, it doesn't make it clear if it's higher among women now. Could be, could be, but the wording doesn't make it that clear. All right. What I was going to say, though, is make sure you don't get gonorrhea. Why? Well, that one, I think... I think they're only down to one strain. Gonorrhea is very close to being incurable. Oh, really? They're, they're down like one strain that's barely holding on that can still cure gonorrhea. And uh, but there, I know, I do know that so you hear that right. But I do know that they're actively at a fever pace. Is that a right thing? A fever pitch, yeah. we'll say, working there to get like some like um, like. Uh, like strain that they can, I don't know, develop in the lab that might be able to deal with it. But I don't know. Right now, mm-hmm. right now, gonorrhea is it's, it's it's nearly incurable. There are many, many there have been many articles about this. Thank you. Well, don't get syphilis <laughs> either. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my news story. Do you got a news story? I sure do, Mike Lawson. A fight at Paramount High School involves a dozen ninth graders, officials say. A fight among a dozen students at Paramount High School's West Campus on Tuesday involved some remarks that were, quote, racial in nature, but that were not indicative of a heightened racial tension at the school. In a statement posted on the Paramount Unified School District's website, Superintendent Ruth Perez said the fight involved ninth graders in the campus in the 14400 block of Downey Avenue. School staff... Look, there's... Here's the deal. I, so that's the point. That's the story. But I happened to be teaching that day on Tuesday at Paramount. Now, everyone should know I teach at the senior campus. There's two different campuses. I don't know why. Maybe uh, someone in the chat room who knows can tell us. But um, <laughs> I don't want to say who, but maybe. Right? Well, because I'm, I'm, you know why? Because the kids, the kids have the kids Googled me and found out that I have a podcast. Okay. Uh, granted, it's RuPaul's Drag Race recap, but they know I have a podcast. Anyway. Dots could be connected, yeah. The dots could be connected. So anyway, uh, what I was going to say is uh, there's two campuses. One campus, the one I go to, that's for sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and then a separate campus for the freshmen alone. And this fight happened at the freshman campus, all right? 
Okay. But when I showed up, everyone was like, uh, oh, my God, the school's on lockdown, right? I just walked right in. Yeah. It's the worst lockdown. I just strolled right into the school, okay? <laughs> and so then I uh, Carrying go, a violin case, too. It was weird. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And a big, giant trench coat um, <laughs> that had Columbine written on the back. But anyway, uh, I... Uh, I show up and the kids are just all, f- they're just talking, 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 talking about th- what happened, right? And uh, it's just so funny how lies, how everybody lies. First of all, they were telling us, I guess this was a, this was the second fight that week at the Paramount Freshman Campus. They've had a lot of fights there, right? Second big mm-hmm. fight this week. And they said that the first time that the teachers just told them, oh, it was just a food fight. And I think they tried to pull that with this one too, and then mm-hmm. but then they but there was somehow re, there was a way that they found out it was really serious. Oh, because it was supposed to be an event there. Who cares? Anyway, then they were telling me, "Oh my god!" And one girl got stabbed in the eye. Right? What? Well, no girl got stabbed in the eye, uh-huh. right? Nobody. But you know those stories, those rumors. Well, maybe that person in the chat room can tell me. But as far as I know from the news reports, no one mentions a girl being stabbed in the eye. And in fact, one of the news, news reports I said. One of the news reports I read said, despite stories to the contrary, no one was injured in the fight. So I was like, okay. No uh, one the one I'm reading says the same. Yeah. Um, no student. This is a quote yeah. from um, some guy, Ruth Perez. It's mm-hmm. a woman. Superintendent Ruth Perez said, no students were seriously injured. Any reports to the contrary are false. The students responsible for the fight have been identified and will face consequences in accordance with district policy and yeah. state law. Our our, uh, our secret confidant said that there were no weapons, and uh, also the address in the story is wrong. Anyway, but so okay, so there's that, right? So there, so happens right then. That there's a new story, blah 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 blah. Kid gets stabbed. Nobody got stabbed, but of course, um, <laughs> the kids made a funny joke because their mascot is the pirate, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you about one kid who's really smart. He knows how to play this game because one ki- one kid in the class made a joke that it was. Uh, the pirates and they're like oh well now she can be a pirate because she has one eye okay? okay then i saw them on saturday for a test i technically made the joke but let me tell you why the kid's brilliant so the so i'm telling the kid like <clears throat> never i said no kid got stabbed in the eye you guys make up stories and he goes oh yes i did i saw it on univision and i went oh ha 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 univision because she got stabbed in the eye <laughs> and i go so then when people would walk up, I go, Luis said the most offensive joke. He said that the girl um, only had one. She was on Univision because she, she had one eye. And he took credit. <clears throat> and I was proud of him. <laughs> he should. If someone gives you the sure. credit, take it. Anyway. Sure. Okay. So the other thing I want to say is. Well, <clears throat> as if you were like, hey, I told this great joke. I told this great joke. Then that's, haha, J- Joe. Okay. Yeah. But in- instead, you were like, listen to this great joke that somebody else told. Yeah. And then I I feel comfortable like giving you the laugh because I'm not giving it to you. Exactly, it feels less selfish for you to promote someone else's joke. Yeah, I knew that I made the joke. This kid isn't that clever. <laughs> okay, uh, but here's the deal. So that later I see my parents, right? And they're like, yeah. Joey, are you okay? Is everything okay? Well, I was standing in front of me, and they're asking ask me if I'm okay. And then they're like, We heard that there was a. St- is it safe there? I'm all, yeah. It, first of all, no one, nothing. Who's gonna fight? You know, we heard there was a riot. Yeah, that's what they said. We heard there was a riot, <laughs> and I go, "No, it's a different campus. I don't know if it's safe for you to go there." But then I was thinking about this, like, this is how racist everything is. Because other people told me this too, like, "Is it safe?" If you saw the video, it's just a dumb fight. But um, 
ninth grader fight. Even. Ninth grader fight. And what's funny, because I, I, I did say, like, look, oh, my God, it's gigantic. And they're like, look, it's mostly people holding phones. And it is. It's mo- It's 90% <laughs> people holding phones. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I. but then meanwhile, Mike, when I had my retail business for test prep, what was my big school? Um, Newport Harbor High School, right? White kids. Yeah. yeah. When they were giving the Nazi salute. Yeah. <laughs> no one was worried. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay Mexican going to Newport Harbor High School to teach where they're giving, throwing up Nazi signs, right? And no one's worried. Oh, see you later. Have fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, these kids are going to fight. And they're like, oh my God, I'm scared for you. By right. the way, even if, even if, do you think they're going to see a schlubby, Mexican guy. First of all, they see they're all Mexicans, right? A schlubby guy that looks just like them in their forties. They're gonna be like, "We need to stab him." <laughs> <laughs> no, they stab they'd each probably other. Be like, "Wait till this guy gets out of here." <laughs> yeah, you know what? They're like gonna, they're anything, gonna feel they're sorry for me. You leave to start. No, they're gonna be like, "Oh, look, he drives a Lexus." And like, "Oh, maybe we should rob him." Then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, it's all dinged up on one side, and the hood's all fucked up, and the headlights broken." They come and give me money. Like here, man. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story there. Um, What's going on? With how's you, the class going though? Well, how is everything going at? You know what? I and I know that our secret confidant is here, so I'm telling him right here, and I'm telling you, I really like these kids. I would say of all the kids I've ever taught at this school, this might be my favorite group. They're, Did they're, I ever teach at Paramount? Did we teach no. together there? No. Then we Prince Nervy never did anything there. Oh, okay. Okay. We did like Long Beach stuff though. Oh Paramount yeah, 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 like yeah. Downey is that near Paramount? Oh yeah, Downey's near know. Paramount. You know, maybe okay. maybe there was something at Paramount, but we just I didn't do it. Okay, I I don't I don't know that that whole decade of my life is very foggy for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> um, hey, I remember I mentioned I had a mustache. Mm-hmm. She's gone. <laughs> um, I had a so I went on a date last night. By the way. I went on a date last night. Who I met this dude at a gym at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, You're we always meeting on... people at the gym. Yeah, I think there's something very like social, slow about it. And also, like I go repeatedly and make eyes at the same dude. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking, and then um, we went on a date last night. And Joey, this is how the date ended. Talk about. Well, first of all, I shaved the mustache because I didn't want to look like a pedophile on the first mm-hmm. date. He had seen it, but like the last time we had actually seen one another when we like exchanged numbers, he's a morning gym person mm-hmm. and I've been doing later because of my stupid schedule. But he had seen it, but it wasn't so long and it was getting really kind of foul. It was pretty gross. And so I shaved it. But Mustaches are talk- gross. Mustaches yeah. are fucking disgusting. Thank you. Mark. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, so at the end of the date, t- tell me if we're going to have a second date. <laughs> so at the end of the date, we just went to like a wine bar and like talked for two hours. At the end of the date, he leans in and kisses me. <gasps> With the mustache? No, no, no. Oh, My mustache okay. is gone. Oh, okay. Pay attention. Oh, yeah. So Sorry. he Sorry. leans in and kisses me. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, there was no reason we should be kissing. So he got like the side of my mouth and then my cheek as I like kept leaning in for the hug mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah so he went in for the kiss so he's into it but then he says all right well i'll see you <gasps> at the gym sometime 
I'll see you at the gym sometime as his going away thing. So mixed signals, right? Yeah, but do you think maybe he got burned because you, he got the cheek? So he was like, All no, right, this it was not- like, no, the cheek, the kiss and the cheek. I'm sorry, the kiss, the cheek, the the words he said all happened way too fast. The wife and his lover. Like, Go ahead. What? It basically just kind of like happened. So like he was kind of like starting to say that as he also did the kiss. So like mm-hmm. I don't know what came first, but it, all that happened like in a millisecond. Wait, hold um, on. I'm going to do something I never do. If anybody got the joke I just made, could you explain it in the chat? I don't see if anyone actually got the joke. I thought cause I think it's one of the most clever jokes that I've done. Sorry, go ahead. Um, wait, that's all. Oh wait, Ricardo ninety one in the chat room says, "Mike, I just saw your new pic on Twitter. You looked cute before. Now you look hot. Wow, thank you, Ricardo ninety one. I'm thanking him for for you, Mike Lawson. Thank you, Ricardo ninety one. My the mustache was – it was an experiment. I wish I could have given it another, like, month. I really want to know what I look like with a gross mm-hmm. Bruce Selleck-looking thing, mm-hmm. but I just don't have the patience for it. So. I'm going to tell you oh, I also want oh, – go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I also wanted to say um, my Patreon thing that I announced last week is doing so well. Oh, good. And so many people from Catching Up have kind of subscribed and – um, there's a three dollar level which gets you uh, an issue every month, but then a lot of people have even put in extra money. Um, wow. So I've been sending packets of uh, the little illustrated story I did to different zine libraries mm-hmm. all over the country with their money. So um, that's awesome, and thank you for anyone listening who's by the way, yeah, go ahead. The end. By the way, I saw that uh, John Arts, our friend John Arts, put a review three stars of what of your Patreon. Oh, is that a joke? Yeah, remember he was the first one. He gave us. He like loves our show. He's been like the f- the biggest fan of our show ever. Has met us multiple times. You know. By the way, John Arts, if you're listening, I owe you uh, coffee. I know next week. Oh, anyway, John Arts, can we wait after Paramount? Sorry, I'm getting private messages via catching up. Anyway, uh, the point is, the joke is that uh, he loves our show. He gave us three stars on iTunes. Still, by the way, has not gone back to revise it. It's still three stars. Thank you. You know what, my glass? I'm going to do something to promote your Patreon right now. I What's have that? here, I got, I haven't opened it yet, but I'm going to open it right now. You sent me, you're going to sound far away. Wait, you haven't opened it? <laughs> what a dick. I get a lot of mail. Okay, but I have it right here. I'm going to open it right now. Wait, I'm a dick. I'm promoting your Patreon. So, okay, thank um, you. opening the envelope right now. Mike Lawson. I'm opening the envelope oh, to your zine. <laughs> Mike Lawson, hey. are you ready for me to open and take out the zine that you sent me, Joe Batance, uh, in support of your... What's your Patreon address? Patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. Okay, so Patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. If you subscribe, do you get a package just like this? Just like this, $3 a month. $3 a month, you get just like this. It's a, it's a, it's a fairly large envelope, I'm going to say. I was impressed by how large it was, and it felt thick, too, when I got it. You know what? Mm. A lot of your dates must say that. I'm not even being funny. So anyway. Uh, say that again. Yeah. So I'm opening my – are you ready for me to funny. open the envelope that you sent me? Yeah, go for it. Okay, here we go. Opening the envelope. I'm taking the package out of the envelope. Mm-hmm. It says, today is my birthday. Oh, well, look at... Oh, my God. This is so nice. There's a letter from Mike Lawson. Do you want me to read it or... 
That's a no. very long letter. <laughs> okay. My letter to Joe Batanz, no. Oh, is it to me personally? No, it's just, wait, it's just, hey, friend. You are a friend. I, that's, that's accurate. Hey, friend. And then I'm opening, and then there is, oh, there is like a, oh, Mike, Mike, I'm not even mean, okay, I need to sell this here. Okay. Everyone needs to know that when I, when Mike first said this, I was like, oh, I'm going to get some fucking shitty drawings of me on, uh, <laughs> you know, the ones he puts online, the fucking, I need that, like I need a hole in the head, right? I need everybody to know, this is really nice. It's well, very, very well put together. There, oh, there are photos. Oh, this is actually like a zine that you see like in the nineties. Yeah, this is Wait, guys. It's not mean? just a collection of draw. I thought it was just like a collect, like a coloring book or something. Like I was like, oh, I need a coloring book. This is really cool. And there's like full color photographs. Uh, I can't tell if it's Kim Jong Un or one of Mike's dates is in the middle of the in like the in the in the uh, centerfold. And is that who is that in that? Um, I forget his name. I don't know. He's actually just a grinder guy that oh. I was talking to, and I was like, oh, I'm going to draw him. Guys, as an everyone needs to <laughs> – I know. Everyone needs to support Mike with this for $3. Look at – Mike, this is so nice. I didn't – I reg- oh, and it's called 38 by Mike Lawson, a monthly zine, issue 1 of 12. Oh, yeah, wow. And Very if you cool. want to get on – if you want to get on it, I'm only doing 12 of them, and the March issue, this issue one, is only going to be available for the month of March. So if you subscribe in April, you'll get, you know, issue two through 12. But if you want all 12, you better do it quickly. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. Yeah, everyone go to Patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson and subscribe at the $3 a month level, and you're going to get this uh, very nice. Now, if they, if they subscribe, how long do they have before they get, like, when do you stop saying out number one? In April. Oh, so if you guys don't do it now, you today, yeah. you're not going to yeah, get. Well, yeah, let's get. If you um, today's the last day. So if you sub- get, if you hear this episode mm-hmm. and you subscribe, mm-hmm. and I know that you're a catching up listener, I'll throw in issue one with your issue. Wow, two. wow, Mike yeah. Lawson is so generous. He's going <laughs> to throw in issue one for your $3 a month that you subscribe to at patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. Uh, that's once again, that's Mr. That's patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. Okay, Ding. now, Mal, Mike, uh, I'm going to tell you something. Please. So my parents were like, we want to go see a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, What should we go see? Because they were, they were going to go see a movie about as some anti-abortion movie that their church was putting on, and it was sold out, so they couldn't go. Shoot. Which is so funny because my parents are pro-choice, but whatever. Okay. Um. But uh, what I was going to say is that they were like, "Oh, it's sold out. We want to go see a movie, though." Because you know, for Christmas, I got them those movie passes from AMC, right? And they yeah. use them. Thank God. You know, I, I'm not paying all this money for nothing. Okay. So, uh, so they, I go, you know what? I told them, I go, everyone has been raving about this movie, Us. Right? Have you seen this horror movie, right? A horror movie. Oh, you don't like horror movies, right? I mean, not really. Okay. (laughs) So everyone's been raving about this. They're like, oh, they like scary movies. They're like, oh, we'll go see Us. You know, we'll go see that. And I go, okay. So yesterday they go see this Us, right? Come back. Oh, Joey, thank you so much. That devil movie was so good. We liked it so much. Yeah, we liked it so much, Joey. It was very good. And I go, 
Oh, really? Good. I'm glad you liked it. Oh, you know, my favorite part was the ending. You know how, and then I go, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I haven't seen it. They go, oh, you haven't seen it? And I go, no. Oh, we thought you saw it because you recommended it. And I go, no, I just said everyone's liking this movie. Mm-hmm. You should go see it. And they're like, oh, that ending is so weird. And I'm like, <laughs> sure is. Like, I guess, right? And he goes, are you going to see it? And I was like, yes. I'm going to see this movie. Are you sure? And I was like, going to see it. I'm like, okay. So we were eating dinner, and then they go, God, I can't stop thinking about us. It's so, it was so good, that ending. And then, so what I'm going to do. They're going to spoil it for I you. Know, I know. I'm seeing it today. So I'm not going to, so I, I think it's going to be hard for them. But uh, they go, but I'm, so I'm going to use the sixth sense. Because I feel like by this point, everyone knows the sixth sense. Okay. Or too bad, so sad. <laughs> yeah. And by this point, it's, I think the movie's almost twenty years old, right? And that's the most famous, like you know, twist ending, right? So, uh, I'm gonna use that, okay? But so imagine that because I, I don't know us, and I don't want to spoil it if I even I do. They're like, so, well, let us just tell you what it's about, so you know. And I was like, okay. So this guy, he gets shot, right, by a burglar. By a robber or something like that, right? And he wakes up, but like his wife's not talking to him anymore. And uh, then the, he meets the little boy. The little boy can see ghosts, right? You're not going to see, uh, but are you going to see this movie? Yes, I'm going to see this movie. Anyway, Joey, the little boy can see dead people. But you know what happens is then we find out at the, I'm going to see this movie. No, this doesn't spoil anything. We find out that he's been dead the whole time. That Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time. And I was like, you literally, you literally just, just you just spoiled the movie. You just spoiled the movie. But luckily, I don't understand what they're talking about, and so I'm just trying to like remove it from my brain. You know? Yeah, but you don't know what font they used in the end credits. So, <laughs> Joey, no, you still will like the movie. I really, and I, ha- I really, I will say, I knew they were going to do this, so I kind of blocked out what they were saying. So I right. only know bits and pieces. I'm sure I'll forget. Like I think it will still. I think anyone who's seen it will know because even Jordan Darling is saying he had to see it again to understand it. But that's so. I feel like your parents, parents, your mom specifically, Mm -hmm. and my parents are very similar in that my mom will be like, We just read Red Riding Hood and Mike. There's this one bear who has one long fingernail, and I could not stop thinking about the one fingernail. And so you go into it thinking that it's about fingernails, and you're like, this shit has nothing to do yeah, with Yeah, yeah, you know what, My you're mom's right. just, like, weirdly obsessed. That's the thing, is, I see a movie, I immediately, immediately forget what the movie's about. Like, I walk out of the theater, I'm like, what was the movie about? I don't know. My parents, they know every detail, and they will tell me every scene. Like, first... The woman drives up in a brand new Audi to a gate, and she pushes the code in, and it's four three two one. Now that's important. I'm out. Why do I need another? It's important, Joey. Okay, it's important. You need to know this but for the story. Meanwhile, they can't name a single actor. Like, <laughs> I think I told the story on the show. Do you remember when I, I think I told the story recently about when my mom? I she, I she named every single one of the characters first and last name from the TV show Friends, and then I said, <laughs> okay, name six of my friends, and she couldn't even get to two. <laughs> she was like Chandler Bing, Phoebe Buffay, Rachel Green. <laughs> I love Phoebe though. <laughs> um, okay. What do you got going on next week, Joey? Well, right after this, I'm gonna go have like brunch with uh a listener of the show and 
uh, former employee Shane, young Master mm-hmm. Shane, which I don't even know. Does he still count as young Master Shane? I mean, he's younger than I am. Kind of, your nickname always kind of becomes your yeah, nickname, right? He's always just young Master Shane. So young Master Shane and I are going to get brunch. Uh, and then I'm supposed to go see my friend Vanessa, but I'm I'm pulling a Mike Lawson. I just don't want to go into LA today. Like I just yeah. don't want to just uh, the thought of it. And she hasn't she hasn't followed up since Thursday. So, but and there was no set time or anything. It was just like a come by on Sunday thing, right? You might be in the clear. Yeah. The the problem is, what if she texts at like two o'clock and was like, "I'm ready in fifteen minutes. Anytime you're ready oh, or something." You're right. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right, and then you're right. like, uh, "I'm an hour away." Yeah. Well, no, I, you know, I might actually be in LA anyway. But see, the great thing about seeing John Paul is we're in the this is the, there's a, only people who live in LA will know what I'm talking about. John Paul lives downtown, so you're really only going to the outskirts of LA from where I am, right? But she lives like LA, LA by like West Hollywood. Like it's not just like going to LA. You have to go deep in. And what would be the San Francisco equivalent? Well, San Francisco's. I mean, you. Yeah. There isn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a seven by seven square. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, that's fun. I, you, I kind of hope on? that you just have a mellow day. I hope I have I a mellow day too. too. It's been too crazy. What about you? What do you have going on this week? I have hopefully no theater tonight. It's <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, but I'm open. If he texts me and says, like, I got tickets, I'm going to go. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, that would be rude not to, but uh, that's happening or not. And then tomorrow I'm going to a, a acrobatic circus class. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a thing. I don't know if it's going to be enjoyable or not. Um, and then I'm just doing, like, really simple work shit for the rest of my life. Just for the rest of your life? The man. For the rest of my life, I'm a slave to the man. Uh, but other than that, nothing. Um, so that's it. The end. All right. Very we good. This is you at the class. Uh, Thousands of people. Okay. This is horrible. Okay. Uh, well, Mike, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Mike, let's have fun in your acrobatics class. And, uh, All right. Nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.